with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. I'm Crystal Darsh. Rain today and tonight with a high of 10, a low of 2, but sunny for a few days starting tomorrow. Right now it's 4. Happy Star Wars Day. It's May the 4th. Alberta is easing back open starting today. Scheduled non-emergency surgeries can resume and other specialists like dentists, social workers and physiotherapists can go back to work. If all goes well and cases don't spike, then next Friday the 14th, retailers, farmers market vendors, booksellers, hairstylists and barbers and daycares can reopen. We've got more info at kissinfm.com. Some of us may be wondering if a sales tax is on the way for Alberta, but for now, the answer is no. During an interview yesterday, the Premier discussed the collapse of the oil and gas sector and the havoc that's wreaking on our province. He's expecting unemployment of up to 25%, and the province will be conducting a tax review, but there are no plans for a sales tax at this time. And Costco in the U.S. is now requiring customers to wear a mask inside the store. You have to wait six feet apart outside. Only a certain number of customers allowed inside at a time. All the carts are sterilized. No mask, no going in. It's not officially a requirement in Canada yet, but we're hearing that some stores uh, have all the staff are wearing masks and some customers are as well. If you're in your vehicle at 7 o'clock, we're going to need your help when we honk for healthcare. And we've got O Canada coming up in a few minutes. I'm Crystal Darsh. That's what's trending. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Oh, God. Ooh. Scary children. Very scary. Just when you thought that uh, there wasn't anything else that could be uh, laid on us in 2020, the murder hornets have arrived. And by arrived, I mean they have arrived in Washington State. And also in uh, Vancouver, Vancouver Island area, they've been spotted. What is a murder hornet, you might ask? Well, it's an Asian giant hornet, and it's got spiked manibels and venomous stingers, and they've been known to kill 50 people annually in Japan. They also, the worst part about them, they're huge. They're two inches long, and they can take out entire beehives. Yeah. They just like hop dead bee, hop dead bee, hop dead. Oh, they do that no. for a few hours. Next thing you know, there's no hive left. Yeah, yeah. And we need our bees. These guys aren't pollinators. They're just jerks. And they're big, bad jerks. And you know what they do? What do they do? Well, they hurt people. Like this guy says he, he tried uh, last year an entomologist, which is what your uh, in-laws are, right? Yes, both bug doctors. Yeah, exactly. He says he tried to, to capture some wearing a bee suit and thick sweatpants, and uh, he roused up the hive before spraying it with carbon dioxide, and he said, well, some of the stings drew blood, and it went through right through his protective clothing. It was like having (gasps) red-hot thumbtacks being driven into his flesh, believe it or not. Yeah, there's a video of, uh, I forget the name, it's Coyote Peterson. He runs this very famous YouTube channel, and uh, he gets stung by it, and it was not a fun time. All right. Thanks, 2020. Does a mask help you when you... Deal with these things. If you get stung in the lips, <laughs> uh, I give up. I'm isolation sounding pretty good right now. <laughs> On the bright side, they don't like high elevations. Alberta, we're a little higher. Okay, all right. So maybe they stay away, so they don't fly high. No, all right, they stay low. Mm-hmm. They sound like low. All right, murder hornets. Just when we thought we had everything we could deal with, get Yay. ready. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. I think I'm ready. Oh yeah. Oh, John Williams, stick it to my veins. There it is. It is May the 4th be with you. It's Star Wars Day. And I thought I would come up with a list of uh, watching the Star Wars movies in the correct order. 
Are you ready for this? Do you think you could pull this off yourself now without looking? Without looking? Oh, Misa's already. <laughs> okay. Don't you ever do that again. <laughs> Prequels are pure garbage. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Literally okay. trash. All right, you go. You got to watch the prequels, then the mid ones, and the thir- the last ones. It says in my list says Star Wars, A New Hope from 1977. So the OG, the first one oh, you okay. see. Okay. In order of okay. Star Wars: The Empire Strikes Back, 1980. Mm-hmm. Star Wars: Return of the Jedi, 83. Then you're gonna hop to the prequels. Star Wars: The Phantom Menace. Yep. 99. Trash movie. Star Wars: Attack of the Clones, 2020, uh, 2002. Even worse. All right. So bad. Star Wars: Revenge of the Sith, 2005. I have the high ground, Anakin. Awful. Tomorrow's movie. Revenge of the Fifth, by the way. Revenge of the Fifth. Got it. Star Wars The Force Awakens 2015. Good movie. Yep. Rogue One, A Star Wars Story 2016. Oh, I see what you're doing there. Uh, okay, oh. so you're sprinkling in not the main story ones, not the canon. All okay. right, sure. Okay, Star Wars The Last Jedi 2017. Not great. And Star Wars The Rise of the Skywalker 2019. That so is bad. the order you watch them if you want to watch them properly. Okay, good to know. Yeah. You wouldn't have done that? What would have you changed? Uh, I would have put Rogue One in between, af- just before A New Hope. Yeah, probably. You like you yeah. want? I like I I like a, a straight line, so to speak. So I'm going from the first Star Wars to the last one. I'm so oblivious that I've seen them all, and I could watch them in any order and would have no clue I was watching them in the wrong. Who's that guy? <laughs> He's new. He's literally been there for four movies. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> And I have seen them all, and many of them a couple of times. But again, I just, I just watch them for the two hours of entertainment, and don't put any of this stuff together. So, what about the Mandalorian, Chris? Did you watch that? Loved it. It was great. Yeah, I didn't yeah. mind the Mandalorian. So, we don't really know where it fits in, though. Yeah, we do. do we? Yeah, that, it would go right after the Return of the Jedi, before the new, the three new movies. Because the child is another Yoda, not Yoda Yoda. Yes, Yoda's dead by then, okay. right? Yeah. So there we go. Spoiler alert. Anyway, happy May 4th. He died in like 1984. (laughs) (laughs) All right. He did look old. I'll give him that. (laughs) You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hey, that music means one thing. It's time for uh, the Sheets Head story of the day. This guy, the I can what? Kind of, the Sheets Head story? Yeah, he's a real, we got lots of these different he's spinoffs. A real, he's a real Sheets Head. Are you ready for this? Oh, okay. I get it. Now you get it. All right. Man was arrested for camping at Walt Disney World's Discovery Island after thinking it was a tropical paradise. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Forty-two-year-old man from Mobile, Alabama, was arrested on April 30th after camping at Walt Disney World's Discovery Island. According to the arrest report in the USA Today, he's now been banned from all Disney properties and charged with a misdemeanor for trespassing. What would you do if you got banned from all the Disney properties? Oh, that would be a that'd be a that'd be a blow. I could tell you that for he'd a fact. jump off a bridge. Yeah, <laughs> he'd been sleeping in one of the island's buildings and referred to it as a tropical paradise. So, okay, explain to this. I don't know what this place is. Is, is it a legit island? Yeah, well, yeah. You know what? They, they've got these islands and, and 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 things. The Discovery Island, I think, is is just a as I understand it, it's just kind of a, an island in the Disney property. Somehow he must have snuck in there and he, he kind of stayed. And it reminds me of the story. Do you remember the guys who they used to kind of have the, uh, uh, now I can't think of the name, but remember West Ed, our buddy Haunted Oh, Wild? yes. <laughs> they had the exhibits out in the, uh, yeah. like the main shopping area yeah. near the fan. 
Their yeah. fantasy land, right? Yeah, what's that fundraiser called? Oh, you know, you know what Was it Christmas time? The cross cancer one? No, 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 no. It's like a no, it's like it's no, it's a fundraiser. Does this involve pirates in any way? <laughs> no. no. A couple anyway. of freeloaders. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they got drunk at West Dad. And then they stayed in these, like, these, they, they, there was a little village set up there, like a little village for, like... Like, in the middle of the mall. It was like an African exhibit. Exactly. He's sleeping in a hut yeah. in the middle of West <laughs> in the exhibit. They had two minutes too much to drink at Bourbon Street, and then they... It was the same kind of idea as this, anyway. But, anyway, there's your sheet's head story of the day. He, <laughs> he didn't know he was trespassing, he says. He had no clue, he said. And he said there were, well, there's multiple no trespassing signs, but he didn't read those. So there you go. There's your sheet's head story of the day. Can you blame him? <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. So uh, my daughter and her fiance, they adopted a little uh, rescue puppy named uh, Honey. And uh, she's a French bulldog, and she's 11 months old, and she's uh, absolutely adorable. And I uh, got a chance to see her on the weekend. And these dogs are are, are unique and interesting. A, they, 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 they've got a different look to them. There's no two ways about that. Small. They, they're almost pug-like. Yeah. Squished in face. Yeah, exactly. Genetically look like they, modified. Looked like they ran into a wall. And uh, <gasps> But I was holding her uh, the other night, and it wasn't even that cold, but she was just shivering. And they said these dogs really get cold fast. They get hot fast. And, and obviously, they're not a big fan of rain because last night, my daughter sna- Snapchatted that uh, she went outside with... Uh, honey to do her job and honey just would not go outside in the rain by herself and so uh, Bailey literally went with her and put like a blanket over top of her so she could like poop in the dryness and it was like the funniest thing I've ever seen now thinking about this again yeah does she not own an umbrella yeah she probably doesn't (laughs) (laughs) so she get a good towel yeah Time to go out with the dog. Yeah, so it was one of the, the, the most ridiculous things ever, but uh, Honey was fine then, and she just kind of did, did her business. Did her business, but she would not do her business in the rain, and they're just finding this out because they've only had her for a couple of weeks. So we're wondering this morning, what is the quirk, the strange and unusual quirk about your animal? Crystal, you've had a number of animals over the years. What's the strangest and most unusual quirk? Well, you know, obviously, as an owner, I'm only going to have animals that are well-adjusted and don't do anything. Yeah, of course. You're perfect. Abnormal. Yeah. You know, honestly, like we have a cat that if you pet her the wrong way, she'll bite you. But if you're a cat person, you kind of know when that's happening. But uh, (laughs) when you hold her, if you pick her up and hold her up to your face, she likes to to wrap around you and be on your left shoulder. Hmm. And if you put her on the right, she'll go to the left. Really? And I had a cat that fetched. We'd play fetch with those and little sponge fun. balls. That's fun. yeah, but that was not really a quirk. Yeah, well, that's that's yeah, no. that's a quirk. I mean, we had c- yeah. cats that drool, but yeah. What about you, Matt? Uh, my dog is quirky because she feels like the world's against her. Yes. We'll all be sitting in the living room. There's my wife, my son, Bo, and myself. We're having yeah. a good time. The cat's in there. Yeah. And then she'll just peek her head around the corner and be like, oh, look at them having so much fun. I better go lay down in the bedroom. <laughs> like, Dad, you come on. Oh, I know I'm not allowed. Like, yes, you are. Come hang out with us. The do- it's like, she's just, she was so ruined by her previous owner. She's a rescue as well. Right. That she's just so submissive that she just wants to hide. Okay. All right. Aww. Well, well, our Chloe, she's uh, got a lot of uh, interesting things about her, but the probably the most interesting thing she did it again last night. I'll be laying on the couch, and she and, and not just me, anybody. She'll jump up on on the couch with you, and 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 she wants to be on top of you, and that's that's kind of weird in a way because she's a, a black lab. She's not a little dog, but then she insists on being like right on your face, like right on your face. <laughs> 
It's kind of adorable. It she is, wants the love. It is kind of dominant. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much, yeah. She's like, I'm the boss. Yeah. Oh, somebody just texted and said, my bulldog won't go out in the rain to do their business either without her raincoat on. <laughs> these dogs spoiled these days. I know. My husky would just... Yeah. Well, it's a husky, to be <laughs> yeah. fair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Text us at 103.939 or call us at 780-421-1039. What's the strange and unusual quirk about your animal... You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, we're talking about your quirky dog things, and we got some texts at 103939, Crystal. My bulldog won't go out in the rain to do her business without her raincoat. Or did yeah. we read that one? Yeah, we did, but that's okay. We it's did. funny enough to read again. Because then <laughs> someone's got a 60-pound pit bull who will not go out in the rain or snow. If you sit on the ground, she insists on sitting on your lap. She's not allowed. Oh, this is a separate story. She's not allowed on the couch. If you have the foot rest out with a blanket, she'll go under it like a fort and then roll into the blanket to pull it off you, hmm. which is cute. But that whole not going out in the rain thing yeah. doesn't seem normal for a 60-pound dog. No, it doesn't. All right. Yeah, but some and big so, dogs uh, think they're little dogs, mm-hmm. right? Donna's got a, a burner. Is that a, a Burmese? Yeah. I and then so. when his head is on the floor, if you touch his nose, he'll stick his tongue out and lay it on the floor and then leave it there. <laughs> How about this one? Our dog has to lick my wife's feet before we go to bed every single night. <laughs> that dog's got a foot thing. Each toe, about two minutes. Wow, there you go. I got this one here. My dog is super afraid of storms. When we get a really bad storm, it's not uncommon to find him under the dining room table. This isn't too weird because most dogs do this. But if you factor in that he takes all his toys, several mouthfuls of dog food from his bowl, his favorite blanket, under there with him, he just hunkers down and waits for the world to end. Like quarantining. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Can can we just revisit this dog that licks the toes and say, my wife has to let her dog lick her toes every night? I I was like, how long does this happen? He said, each toe, about two minutes. Yeah. Yeah, but... is it the dog has to lick the toe or she has to let the dog lick the toe? Because she's letting it happen. Do you think when she stands up, if she's got hard words, she slips because they're all slick? <laughs> Every toe for two minutes. That's 20 a... minutes before you can go to sleep. Who's got time for that? I'll come back from exercise and, and Chloe loves to, and Lacey used to too, like lick my sweaty legs. I'm like, I'm not into that at all. I'm like, no, that's gross. When I... We'll get out of the shower. Dash will lick the water off our legs. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. When you, you when you get out of the shower, like the two of you, is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, when I get out of the shower. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Uh, tell us about your quirky dog stories. And again, who do you trust? Your chance to win a hundred dollar gift certificate to a local restaurant coming up in about fifteen minutes. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, we're talking about quirky things that your animals do because uh, my daughter and her fiance uh, got this honey, this little uh, French bulldog, 11 months old. And uh, it's just so far so good. It's just a perfect little dog. Uh, but uh, last night she found out when it was raining that uh, the dog would not go outside and do her business out on the lawn. So Bailey, not having an umbrella, Matt's pointed that out, took a blanket out and kind of just put it over top of her so they could walk out. So anyway, you talk about a little princess because she wouldn't do her business in the rain. But Matt said, in fairness, you don't like pooping in the rain. Yeah, if I had to go outside, I wouldn't want to take a dump on, in the rain. No thanks. <laughs> Dogs eat garbage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, humans eat garbage too. But we poop in the toilet. <laughs> 
Anyway, we're looking for your quirky stories about your animals this morning. <laughs> Got a text about someone has a lab mix that has, has a doggy blanket. He sucks on it. Aww. They've gone through quite a few over the years. Gets very slobbery. And this person has to wash it every week, but he will follow them to the, the washer. Like, where are you going with my blanket? That's his thing. That's adorable. I don't even want to touch that blanket no, to wash but it. it's still but. adorable. Yeah. Someone else texted, my cat likes to have, a, a, I've, my cat's done this too, like a deep-throated meow kind of moan hmm. where you're like, what's going on with your cat? And we're, we think, oh, they're lonely. They don't know where we are, but it happens every couple nights and we know which cat it is. Uh, it happens in the middle of the night and then the cat goes and pees in the bathtub. But before she does that, she gallops around the house, makes all this noise and then pees in the bathtub. That is odd. Yeah. That is odd. I mean, She's well, testing her resolve. Yeah, so to it's speak. It's easily rinsed down, I guess. I guess. If you're gonna, yeah, you know, if your dog, honestly, if your cat's gonna pee, yeah. let it pee in the tub. That's right? better I than mean, a litter box. When my cat pukes on the linoleum, I'm like, thank you for missing the carpet. <laughs> what a nice, kind cat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your chance to win a hundred dollars from a local restaurant, thanks to our friends at Sentinel Self Storage, coming up in moments as we play. Who do you trust? You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, we're going to tell stories about our weekends. One of us is going to be telling a bit of a fib or maybe a big fib. It'll be your chance to decide who do you trust, who's lying, and uh, you could win $100 from Sentinel Self Storage. They want you to support local. They want you to support a local restaurant, and so they're going to give you $100 to do just that, which is a pretty amazing prize. Thank yeah. you to them. Seriously, that's uh, that's pretty cool. All right, Matt, you go first. Uh, tell us about your weekend. Well, it was a fun weekend. 20-degree uh, day on Saturday. Like everybody, we were outside doing lots of stuff. Sunday, we uh, had our click and collect. Huh? So we go to Superstore, and it's uh, prearranged. Yeah. So we just go and get our groceries. Yeah. I get the groceries, and I notice there's something odd. What's that? My wife, for the past three click and collects, has been trying to get flour, like everybody, right? Yes. So she puts every bag of flour she can on the list. Okay. And like, okay, hopefully we get one. Uh-oh. We haven't like got one any. one rye, one whole wheat, that No, no, no. Just like, and there's like different, you know, you can get your no-name flour, your Robin Hood flour, your giant bags of flour. Anyways, we got every single one. It all came in. <laughs> <laughs> we got all of them. I look like a hoarder. We got a 10-kilo bag of flour. Yeah. We got a, uh, I don't know, a 5-pounder, a 2.5-pounder, and another one. So we have five bags of flour. Now, before everybody gets on our case, we are giving them away. We've already given away two bags. All right. But we got the flour, all right? Okay. All right. Good for you. All right. Uh, Crystal, what about you? Okay. That's kind of funny that you would say that because I decided since Matt made me bread last week, although it was my flour and my yeast, I was going to make bread. And I got all ready to make it. And then just before I started, because there's a whole lot of, you know, letting the yeast do things and proofing and I've read the recipe through and I just d- decided to make it in my bread maker. Right. Which is kind of cheating. No big but time. It sounds like it's a, there's a bit of an art to it and uh, you know Matt's loaf was very pretty and so I made it in the bread maker instead. I, I still feel like I didn't really make bread but I, I have bread. You're that a cheater. Awesome. Alright. Well we uh, we had a great weekend. We were busy kind of in the yard doing all sorts of stuff and then on, t- on Saturday we did some Social distancing porch drop-offs. We got a bunch of donuts from Frickin' Delight Donuts in Devon just to support local and help them out. And then we went out and saw a bunch of uh, people from a distance, including our uh, great nieces and nephews. And it was great to see them. Those kids, I tell you, they whooped those donuts down so fast they weren't even, it was just like, and they were gone. Inhaled. Yeah, they were gone. 
And then I went for a bike ride uh, for my usual bike ride on the uh, the mountain bike. And I was cr- cruising down one of our side roads near our house. And all of a sudden, I hear the sound coming closer. And it's a dirt bike. And it's a big dirt bike. And this guy blows by me at at least 80 miles an hour. And he is wearing nothing but jeans, cowboy boots, and his hat backwards. He's got no shirt on. And it's only about 10 degrees. It's like in the morning, right? What a power move. He blows it by seems me. very Alberta. He turns around. He blows by me again at about 80 miles an hour. And I thought to myself at that point, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen, but yet the <laughs> coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Can you actually be dumb? Man, I hate you, but by God, do I respect you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm just like, man, you are like the coolest man I've ever seen. He's probably sitting there. Chris Sheets is coming by any minute. There he is. <laughs> Here I am pedaling my bike at 20 kilometers an hour, and I'm wearing a helmet. So, <laughs> is that a Schwinn? <laughs> one of us is telling a fib. Which one? 7804211039. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Oh, there we can hear you now. Okay, you say Crystal. You're right. I sure do, yeah. Crystal, awesome. congratulations, John. What am I, untrustworthy, or you just don't believe that I can know my way around a bread maker? Well, well, I think it's just because no one uses bread makers nowadays. No one uses bread makers. That's cheating. Well, I did have to dust it off. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm lying. You were saying, John, you had a bread maker, you used it once or twice, and that was it, huh? That was about it, yeah. All right. Yeah, we got it for a wedding gift, and that's one of those wedding gifts that you don't really end up using. Yeah. Okay. It goes in that Goodwill section. Hey, yeah. Like the ice cream maker. Congratulations. Sentinel Self Storage wants you to shop. They want everybody to shop local and just keep everybody going uh, during these trying times. And they're giving you a $100 gift certificate to do that for a local restaurant. All right, my friend? Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, awesome. Speaking of that, here's brand new music for Luke Combs. A song he just wrote about what we're dealing with. It's called Six Feet Apart on Kissing Country 103.9. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. But again, it is May 4th. And as they say, may the 4th be with you. It's Star Wars Day. And I think, did you guys do any Star Wars impressions? Did you do? Oh, there's going to be a video that's coming out yeah, soon. Yeah, watch for that uh, on all of our social media uh, platforms. But uh, Crystal, you're a big Trekkie. You are a Star Trek. I'm fan. a Trek-er. Trek-er, not a Trekkie. Sorry, I'll yes. get that straight. Matt's more Star Wars. Trek E is the original series. Trek Er is Star Trek: The Next Generation. Okay. Not that I, you know, will turn down the first one, but. <laughs> All right. Okay. So you guys, I'm going to give you each a couple of, uh, you know, a couple of seconds to argue which is better, Star Trek or Star Wars. Uh, Crystal, you go first. Well, I could, you know, save Jar Jar Binks for the end, but I'll open with that. Star Trek, Star Wars, Star Trek does not have Jar Jar Binks. Klingon is a legit real language. Neil, <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson said that Star Wars didn't even try to explain physics. Some of the science is actually real in Star Trek. Because uh, that's what makes a movie fun, realism. <laughs> the robots are way better. Not true. Uh, there's more strong female characters. And it's not just, not that there's anything wrong with, you know, being a, a Western. It's not just a, a, a swashbuckling story. It's got, you know, social themes are examined. The very first interracial kiss on TV was on Star Trek. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, She's an absolute babe. Yep. And, I will uh, back so that just, one up. 
I mean, there are, there are a whole a whole lot of reasons. Um, yeah. I mean, okay. I could go on, but... Star Wars is not just, a, well, let's go talk to the Ferengis and then we got to deal with the Borg. What about Khan? It is a, this action-packed adventure that is surrounded by space ninjas and then evil space ninjas with swords of light. People are electrocuting themselves with lightning out of their fingers. Darth Vader's choking a guy from across the room. You got Luke Skywalker that's learning of his history and becomes one of these space ninjas, and he's the best. You've got Princess Leia who leads the rebellion. You got Han Solo, that handsome tall guy who is in love with her, and you have a little bit of incest there in the middle for a little while, but then they clear that up. It's Star Wars is a space opera. Well, Star Trek is a space boring political adventure oh my gosh wow take that i'm sorry jar jar binks (laughs) everybody makes mistakes (laughs) the only argument i would have which would say that star trek is better is the captain captain kurt uh, william shatner has proven that you can drink while being the captain of something (laughs) (laughs) seven fourteen i am Absolutely wasted right now. Have you seen him recently? Oh, man. Yeah, the man's got He's that. They should fire him back into space. <laughs> <laughs> I think he might be there already. All right, thank you. <laughs> You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Whose mom said it? That is the question this morning. It's at 847, and this is going to be fun. We're going to do it all week long, and... Uh, basically how the contest works is uh, we had a chance to talk to our moms and then Matt, you did some adjusting of their voices because otherwise you could figure out which mom it was. I mean, not that everybody knows what our moms sound like, but you could figure that out. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so that got changed. Okay. So we've got Lisa on the line right now and she is going to play the game and she's just got to identify which mom said what we'll start with question number one. Okay, Matt, go ahead. Describe your son's temperament as a child. Okay. Describe your son's temperament as a child. And again, the moms, this is not what our moms sound like okay they're not on testosterone right now but but we had to change their voice make it more difficult for you ready to go okay all right here's mom number one busy very busy very 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 busy all the time busy hyper okay this was now now mom number two said great till about four and then it kind of started to fall apart after that (laughs) he had a little bit of a temper busted off from his dad yeah right (laughs) (laughs) okay so again the first mom said busy hyper the second mom said good till four and then it fell completely apart which mom do you think it was that said hyper chris's mom yeah you're right my mom did say that i was hyper very hyper. Hasn't changed much. <laughs> Hasn't changed at all. So that means we know that Matt's mom said that things were good till four. <laughs> Still waiting to improve. <laughs> all right. All right. Now you understand how this works? Yeah. Okay. Here's question number two. Uh, what weird food did your kid eat as a child? Okay. Mom one. Okay. Dirt. <laughs> dirt. Okay. Dirt. Apparently one of us ate dirt as a child, okay? And number two? Well, I heard you guys talk about this yesterday. He ate a blossom off the apple tree, and I had to call the poison control center. Um, but he did like ice cream, 
but he preferred broccoli. So he would ask for broccoli for his birthday one year when he was little. Interesting. Okay. So was it Matt's mom or Chris's mom that said uh, the poison control line? We'll go with Matt's mom. Ah, you nailed it. Yes, the classic poison control story when he ate a leaf. (laughs) (laughs) My mom was sipping on a beer and I ate a leaf. And apparently I was a big fan of the dirt. Okay, Lisa, you've won. Tell her what she's won, Crystal. Uh, You've got an Egyptian cotton sheet set king size. From Sleep Country. Ooh. Wow. You get to sleep like an Egyptian. Do, 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 do. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? (laughs) Well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.